Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. The act of sacrifice involves transmuting something of value into something else. When we sacrifice a stick of incense, the resin is transmuted into smoke. When we sacrifice our own time to serve others, our selfishness is transmuted into compassion. Sacrifice is a way to demonstrate devotion and dedication to God. But the dark occultists who wield power over mankind practice an ancient form of sacrifice known as blood sacrifice. The occult is known for executing these blood sacrifices on certain calendar dates throughout the year such as the Satanic Grand Climax of Summer, which is celebrated every year at Bohemian Grove with the Cremation of Care. The East Palestine train derailment occurred on February 2nd, Candlemas, a fire festival for the dark occult. The Nashville shooting occurred on the climax of Ostara, a week of sacrifice for the spring equinox. Spring is peak season for satanic blood sacrifice. And we are now at the grand climax of spring, which begins on April 19th and climaxes on May 1st, the holiday known as Beltane. April 19th and April 20th are two of the biggest blood sacrifice dates. The Branch Davidians were massacred in Waco, Texas on April 19th, 1993. 168 people were murdered in Oklahoma City on April 19, 1995, under the watchful eyes of the CIA. The idea of mass school shootings was inculcated into the minds of the public at Columbine High School on April 20, 1999. The BP oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico was on April 20, 2010. This year's April 19th and 20th are especially important to the dark occultists. We are in the middle of a three-month period that astrologers have been predicting since the end of last year, a period that began in the middle of March, which ends this June. According to the astrology, this rare culmination of events is all about a major transformation of the world's money system. And the astrology for April 19th and 20th is especially intense. There will be a solar eclipse in Aries, described as a time of societal breakdown, destruction, and rebirth. And the corresponding new moon has been described by one astrologer as a day that may be remembered for a long time to come. Traditionally, the purpose of blood sacrifice is to gain favor from the supernatural, to strengthen one's own spiritual power, and as a way to symbolize and memorialize a significant spiritual transformation or rebirth. But according to Michael Hoffman, they are now performing these rituals for the general public. Occult expert Michael Hoffman calls these dark occultists the cryptocracy and claims they have involved mankind in a process of transformation being orchestrated by these blood rituals. He wrote that, these murders are actually intricately choreographed rituals performed first on a very intimate and secret scale among the initiates themselves in order to program them, then on a grand scale amplified incalculably by the electronic media. In the end, what we have is a highly symbolic ritual working 
broadcast to millions of people. A satanic inversion. A black mass where the pews are filled by the entire nation and through which humanity is paganized, brutalized, and debased. Today, all of us can relate to being brutalized and debased by our governments. Hoffman explains that the reason this is being done to us is to make us submit. We are at the end of the ritual, and the cryptocracy are now putting it all on the line. He wrote, If the truth of what the cryptocracy has perpetrated is grasped and acted upon, the consequences for the conspirators will be annihilation. But if the people fail to perceive the truth or fail to act on their perception, thus rendering the process a kind of tacit consent born of apathy, amnesia, and abulia, the consequence for the conspirators will be a giant step in the advancement of their system of control. That is to say, ever tighter bonds of enslavement for humanity. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. This is going to be a stupendously important broadcast today. We have an incredible guest in the second hour, but before I tell you about that, welcome to this live Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, Global Emergency Transmission. I'm your humble servant, Alex Jones. Okay, here's the deal. You can say what you want about Elon Musk and his past or some of the projects he's in. You can say he's posing as the good guy and the savior of humanity. But what he's doing to the New World Order and the globalists is irrevocably damaging them and their entire project and is undermining their long-term, mid-term, and short-term goals. So I have to say that by looking at the fruits of the tree, he's gone from okay to amazing. On Friday, he says, arrest anyone that sterilizes a child before they're considering age of an adult, and they should go to prison for life. On Monday, he comes out and he's going to release the documents as he's been doing. We already know they're doing it. That the government with private corporations has been spying on everything on Twitter, totally illegally, and that the Twitter employees read your private messages to your boss, your workers, your husband, your priest, your doctor. This is just so criminal, so many felonies. He, he drops that bombshell. And then last night, part one of what is an 80-plus minute interview so 40-plus minutes, 44 minutes of this over-the-top interview with the amazing, fantastic hero, Tucker Carlson. It's just mind-blowing. So what I'm going to do is have the special guest on in the second hour that I'll tell you about that ties into all this. And then I'm going to just go ahead and air most of the Elon Musk in the third hour. It has to be aired. It has to get out to wider audiences. You have to share it. Because every piece of it is just absolutely on target. Now, he also came out at the end of the part one and said, you know, Twitter can run off 10% of the employees we had because really Twitter was just a giant surveillance censorship system. And either we're going to fix it where it's good for the people uh, and it's open, or we're going to basically it's going to fail. Wow, what a statement. So this is just really amazing. 
Now, obviously, he knows the tide's turning against the New World Order. So whether he's good or bad, this is another giant symbol that he knows the direction humanity is going on and is now really attempting to lead that resistance. And I have to say, Musk is doing more real, tangible things in the real world to expose the poison shots and all of it than Trump did. Trump did a lot of good stuff. Um, And so we're going to be laying all this out, but we're not looking for leaders to save us. But at the same time, when very prominent people with a lot of power are aggressively fighting the globalist foundational structures, it's a good thing. Now, that said, the most profound thing in the part one interview, part two is tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central, Tucker Carlson, Fox News, was in the first 10 minutes. And we're going to come back in the next two segments and play that first segment. And it'll take two segments to get to because I'm going to give you my, my analysis of it. Now, I've said this for many years, but I was very specific last, I guess it was last July, eight, nine months ago, when I said, in the future, everything will be, whether you're pro-human or anti-human, whether you're a human supremacist or whether you want to be a slave or the globalist or this new super species they claim, and, and all of us are basically obsolete and are exterminated. And I said, I am a human supremacist, and I'll a little bit of the hour-long analysis I did. We really should find the exact date of that full show and re-upload it to man.video and put it on the front page. Alex Jones, I am a human supremacist. I think I wandered off that day and didn't write the headline myself, and it was something else, my fault. But the whole rant is really, really critical, and I go into all the different details. And I explained that day that Musk is beginning to turn against it coming out and saying we need to have more children, coming out and saying there's not too many people, coming out and saying we need to bring back competition, coming back and saying that you know, the, the shots are dangerous, coming out and saying uh, that AI is dangerous, which he's been doing for a long time. But Larry Page, the founder, co-founder of Google, when he was really good friends with uh, Musk years ago, when he said, look, I don't want to get rid of humans, I don't want to make us obsolete, we should control the future for humans. And Page said to him, that you are a speciesmist or that you believe in the human species and that that is a bad thing. And it turns out PETA is who invented this word. And, and PETA is a project of above the CIA. Uh, PETA is there to dehumanize humans, give us no value, give animals value, but that's only so they can then displace humans. But uh, S-P-E-C-I-E, S-I-S-M, speciesism. Oh, you're into your species. And and how do you attack a species? You get rid of males and females. You, you create a genderless system. This has been the plan of the globalists for over 100 years. Aldous Huxley wrote about it in Brave New World and later admitted it was actually part of a real plan. His brother ran the UN, created the modern transhumanist movement on record. Julian Huxley. So this is a cult. And Elon Musk is saying, I'm not with that cult. So uh, a very seminal, important interview where he explains that we're going to destroy ourselves and that we need to get control of this and that AI from the beginning is being designed to lie and control and basically destroy humanity and that that needs to be reversed right now. So Larry Page accused him of being pro-human. Well, I take the term that the 
transhumanist professors that created PETA came up with, and I counter their speciesism with what it really is. No, no, it's human supremacy. And we are supreme, we decide to be supreme, and we are stewards of the earth, and we can do incredible things, but we have to be guilted and told we're bad and told we're ugly and told that the New World Order is going to fix everything if we just turn off our life force, turn off our will, turn off our self-preservation, and let them dictate to us this transhumanist, extinction rebellion, Greta Thunberg death cult. So I reject that. I reject all of it. And I say no to it. And it's my declaration of human supremacy. Here it is. So I'm going to say it right now, real clear. I love everybody, no matter what color your beautiful skin is. What I care about your heart and your guts and your mind. And you're under attack by these Satanists. And they want to kill you. And they want to kill your children. And I say we set our differences aside. And I say we come together and we beat these people and we smash their technocracy and we build the future together and we can do anything with our real diversity. These enemies tell us all day about diversity. They mean divided and conquered groups of people separate from each other. This bill is supported by all of the Democrats, House and Senate. It's just the filibuster in a way. So in a way, if you really truly want to honor Dr. King, don't dishonor him by using a congressional custom as an excuse for protecting our democracy. I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. I want unity under a code of freedom and liberty and justice and and coming together and working together and being strong. And that's what InfoWars is. And that's why the enemies of humanity hate us so much because we love God and God loves humanity. And I am a human supremacist. 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 Will be the future war with the robots and the AI. What you're hearing now is the entire future and everything they tried to stop us from doing. Our supremacy will not end with this planet. We will people the stars. We will colonize. We will green dead worlds. We will go interdimensional. We will unlock the secrets of the universe. God has laid them out like Christmas presents for his children. And I am extremely honored to be in the fulcrum and the heart of the fight to bring our race the human race in a race for the future. And we will break the enemy. We will break the pedophiles. We will break the Satanists because God already sent his own self down here to show us he could do it. God would never ask us to go through an obstacle course he wouldn't go through. If and you're now we're in a power grid like and want to generate your own supply of off grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. 
Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Tucker is actually all on record. You can take everything he says and go find where the establishment has admitted it. I was on Joe Rogan's show about four years ago, and then Elon Musk was on about a month later, and he basically repeated everything I said, and people said Elon Musk is copying Alex Jones. And I don't think that's what was happening because he was there at the Google meetings when they said... We're going to create a giant cyborg, and I'll explain that in a moment, with AI. Well, that was in the original corporate filings with NQTEL and the CIA in 1998 with Eric Schmidt and the rest of them. So I read the corporate filings decades ago about what Google's plan was, and it was to create an AI self-learning system that interfaces with billions of people and that we feed all of our data to, and then that basically directs us in a cyborg synthesis. And that it's that human-machine interface that is the cyborg. And it's a giant megamind, basically. And so what you're seeing, so-called chat bots and things like that, are just little expressions of what is really an AI system. And so Musk is saying the decision has been made to basically brush humans aside, and it's like calling someone a racist. You're a speciesimist. Keep pronouncing that incorrectly. Speciesimist. Speciesimist. And that's what Larry Page said that Elon Musk was. And then he said, Well, what are you? Well, somebody playing God, somebody that wants to merge the machines. Somebody that says if people don't get in line with us, they just won't be absorbed and you'll be obsolete, you'll be killed. That's what Yuval Noah Harari said again two weeks ago. We played the clip. 
So the decision's been made that this is all going on. They're up there talking about it like we're animals and can't hear what they're doing while they build this new anti-human environment. They're coming out saying we want to ban rice because it's grown in swamps that make methane. Methane's good. Swamps are good. Cow farts are good. Helps hold in the atmosphere. Oh, we're going to ban rice. It's bad for the earth. Oh, we're going to cut down trees. They're bad for the earth. That's CNN now. And now the mayor of New York comes out and says, we're going to go after beef and dairy and shut it down. Got that clip coming up. By the way, there's been lots of denials that Meat producers in the U.S. have been injecting mRNA in because they're trying to quietly pass laws everywhere that they can. So now the research has been done, and Dr. Peter McCullough's reported on it. That's coming up. They've been injecting the food supply since 2018. That's coming up. So you're like, well, wait, why are they trying to pass a law? There was no law for or against. Now they know we're aware of it, so they're trying to pass laws so they can do it. So, again, we're, we're way ahead in all of this than the public knows. And it's extremely dangerous. So Elon Musk is there talking to Tucker, explaining all this, and our guest is actually on in the third hour, so I'll have time to go through all this this hour and next hour, and it ties all into these other reports. Uh, but let's uh, go ahead and start getting into the actual first segment, which is number two on the list, where he explains AI and what this really means. And then we will continue on. In fact, let's play a short clip first and get into the main body. Uh, Go ahead and um, go ahead and play clip six, where he's talking to Larry Page, the co-founder of Google. Uh, Back when it was a nonprofit? Yes. Um, I mean, the, the, the... the, the reason uh, OpenAI exists at all is that um, Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would yes. stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late into the night about uh, AI safety. And at least my perception was that Larry was not taking uh, AI safety uh, seriously enough. Um, and um, What did he say about it? He really seemed to be one um, wanted, wanted, wanted sort of, digital superintelligence, basically digital God, if you will, uh, uh, as soon as possible. Um, He wanted that? Yes. He's he's made many public statements over the years uh, that that the whole goal of Google is uh, uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. And I I agree with him that there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so if if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take a set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good and minimize probably it will do bad things. Yes. Um, it, it can't just be health leather. Let's just go, you know, barreling forward and, you know, hope for the best. And then at one point uh, I said, well, what about, you know, who we're going to make sure humanity's okay here. Um, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, and then he called me a speciest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, he use, did he use that term? Yes. And there were witnesses. I wasn't the only one there when he called me a speciest. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, I've, yes, I'm a speciest. Okay. You got me. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully a speciest. Um, busted. Um, so um, that was his last role. At the time, uh, 
Google uh, had acquired DeepMind, and so Google and DeepMind together had about three quarters of all the uh, AI talent in the world. They obviously had a tremendous amount of money and uh, more. All right, I, I'm going to go ahead and talk about a little piece here, but a speciest, a speciest. Now, that's a term developed by a group of professors who were working for the Defense Department, the CIA, and then they founded PETA with uh, a few front people. And I didn't just learn about this in books. I actually learned about this personally, and I, I can't really get into the details of it because it, it deals with family, and it would really uh, upset them. But I was told all this stuff by a close family member um, who had gotten into it and who had been, for whatever reason, brought into the top of PETA. And I learned about this when, when I got reached out to by Regnery Publishing because they knew about the family member, and then they sent some former FBI agents to come talk to us about it. And I, I, and I was only like 25 at the time, and I said, this is so dangerous and so insane, no one's going to believe it. And I've never really told everybody what I was told by my family member, and they only told me some of it, okay? But I, I, I basically couldn't believe it. And then years later, what they told me came out, part of it came out, okay? That's where they pressure all the PETA employees to go adopt animals or grab them off the street. And then the head of PETA, then in Norfolk, Virginia, would sit in the top of the building, sometimes hours a day, uh, getting off on injecting dogs and cats with lethal injection, and then they would take them and throw them in the dumpster. I mean, you know, like you hear this, but that's what crazy people do. And, and, and like eating T-bone steaks and laughing and saying, we're really eugenicists. We're going to get rid of the human population. Ah, ha, ha. This professor's our head. He's coming today and bragging that they were all CIA. And I was just like, because this family member was like only one of eight people they let in the top floor. Okay. So I, I just, it's just, it's just insane. And of course they got out of it when they saw that, but uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I'm about to take you down the rabbit hole. And then the story starts. If you are receiving this transmission... You are the resistance. Live 
From the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All right, now, I'm going to go off into PETA for a moment because it's, it's, it's critical to understand. Uh, I have a family member who, in college, PETA hands them at UT, this is a long time ago, this is like 35 years ago now, 30 years ago or longer, hands them a brochure about taking care of animals and not having animal cruelty and invites them to a, 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 a PETA facility here in Austin. Back when they were getting billions in funding before they got exposed by the leak that came from my family member. And, and I'm not bragging, that's really what happened. And I told the story years ago to folks that you know, have been tuned in for a while, and and uh, it, it's 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 something that's, uh, I wouldn't even say embarrassing, but I, I don't really want to get, get too much into the, 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 the family issue. But in just a few years, they rise up very quickly in PETA and become one of the more famous spokespersons and some of the famous stunts. And the right wing, you know, came after them and talked about them and they did, you know, all sorts of things that made front pages of newspapers around the world. And so then they get recruited up to the highest levels. And so this, this, this family member opened up to me about this because they'd been reached out to by conservative think tanks that were looking to take down PETA, were being funded by the meat industry, we later learned. And the information that came out, only part of it ever came out, is what you don't really hear about PETA much anymore because they got caught, the police arrested them with hundreds of dead dogs and cats, just like they said, putting them in a dumpster, um, all the other weird stuff. But Dr. Peter Singer, if you want to know what this Elon Musk stuff's all about, I'm taking you to the root of it, was an Australian bioethicist, and I think he was at Princeton. Can you guys pull his bio up and go on from memory here? And yes, he was, bioethics at Princeton University. And that uh, he wrote in 1979, human babies are not born self-aware or capable of grasping they exist at time. He wanted to say they're not persons till age three. We should be able to kill them. Now, you notice you hear all that in our culture today. Well, he was one of the high priests of this. When I say high priest, I mean high priest, the cult. So this family member is telling me all about Peter Singer and how they follow everything he says and these other professors and how they're really the animal liberation front and how they are working with the CIA and all of this. And you have to understand, PETA is just a PR firm of the Extinction Rebellion, Club of Rome, <coughs> New World Order system. These are all just tentacles of the same thing, getting you to give up your body, transhumanism, getting you not to value being a human. Yeah, Pete employees face 31 felony animal cruelty charges for killing, dumping dogs. They believe that all domesticated animals need to be killed and the whole planet needs to be rewilded, but that's one arm to get the leftist cultists, kind of like the Unabomber, believing that civilization's bad. That's just to sell the cult members to be the Extinction Rebellion level people. That's really what PETA is, is Extinction Rebellion. It's all the same group. And I, I, I was told even more wild stuff, and, I, and I'm not going to get it on the air, but let me just say, when, when, when I say a cult, I mean a cult, okay? I mean eyes wide shut stuff, okay? So, but it's all the same cult throughout history, just different names. And so here is... Elon Musk with Larry Page, the 
and he's working with them to develop AI, and Musk did develop an open source one that Microsoft took over against his wishes. But that's a separate system from Google. But they're all interconnected. And he says, hey, we don't want to destroy humanity. We want to really, and he says, why are you for humanity? Why are you a speciesist? I always say it wrong. How do you say it? Species. Speciesist. Easy to say. Speciesist. So, that's what this is. And so, you could go around to any of the heads of Google. You go around to any of the heads of the big corporations. They'll all tell you the same stuff. Oh, humanity, we're done with that. It's all over. And just think about what a cult that is, that if you even discuss safety and humanity and free will, they laugh at you. And Peter Singer said, until a baby is capable of self-awareness, there is no controlling reason not to kill it to serve the preferences of the parents. And this bioethicism, this new bioethics system that's gotten rid of the Hippocratic Oath and all the rest of it, is all about total and complete selfishness. You have to understand, it's far worse than I'm saying. The crew is in there while I'm talking, just searching what I'm saying and pulling it up and showing it to you in live time. That's not pre-prepared. I'm just up here talking, they're pulling it up. And so now CNN says, and now the UN says, we want to get rid of the trees. We want to get rid of the rice. It's cows yesterday, trees today. Yeah, there's another headline. Death with a happy face, Peter Singer's bold defense of infanticide. So now they got us killing babies up to the time they're born. Now let's kill them after. And so Musk is saying, I don't like this. I want a pro-human future. And they've got a wild, wild west mad scientist program going on with the Hadron superconducting super collider, with genetic engineering, with cross-species genetic engineering, with synthetic life genetic engineering, with the AI race. Um, the Pentagon admits in congressional funding reports that the Air Force by the late 1980s had already isolated antimatter particles. And they gave briefings to let, quote, America's enemies know uh, in 1996 in the San Francisco Chronicle, that the Air Force has isolated and created antimatter any weapons. But they theoretically can test them, but you can't actually test them because they, they think even the tiniest ones would blow the planet up. So that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. And so when we talk about this, understand it's deadly serious, it's deadly real. And it's going on everywhere in all major academic circles that are state-funded. That's what Eisenhower in 61 in his farewell address warned of a technological ruling elite that already controlled 90% of the science development in America with the massive funding of the Cold War that was in control of the military-industrial complex. People never get the full quote from the 21 minutes farewell address. You should go watch it. It's online. And it, it, it's not just that I have a family member who's a woman who got recruited into this. And then, oh, they tried to recruit my dad back in the mid-1960s when he was in Plan 2 as a high school student. And he was in it till he got out of college and decided it was not good, decided to just go be a dentist. Married my mom and you know, she got pregnant. So... It's not that my family's that special. It's that 
anybody that's getting high grade point averages is being approached and is part of this. And that's why there's a lot of these people around you. And they look down on you. They think you're an animal. They think you're not conscious. And that's why they write books and publications like you don't even hear them. Oh, these people are obsolete. We'll get, we'll get rid of them. The public, just kill kids, kill everybody. Yeah, we're going to force people to commit suicide. Big deal. You don't have any worth. A bioethics board decided you don't have any worth. And so they've sucked up the entire, most of the intelligentsia on my mom's side of the family. Her brother recruited into Army Special Operations and then God knows what in Iran-Contra, but he was a guy giving orders. Right there. It, but see, it's not that my family's that special. It's that they were all top of their class, but, but that's a big group of people, folks. That's a big group of people. If then I look at almost everybody else I know and they've been recruited or been part of this. And, and so that's where we are. And they've decided we're all dead. And now they've gone to the phase of we're going to cut the trees down and ban rice and take your gasoline car away. You understand? You're all dead. We're all dead if we don't stop these people. I'm a human supremacist. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Elon Musk, part one interview. More clips come up in a moment. On Tucker Carlson. 
But the reason I'm talking about my personal experiences, not just what's in textbooks or not just what's in speeches or publications or being funded by DARPA and all the rest of it, but how you can see this in your life. So the supposed craziness of PETA 20, 30 years ago is now world leaders everywhere saying we got to ban beef and dairy and then rice. And here's the New York mayor. I have a video clip of that. We'll play next hour. Just yesterday, saying that. They want to control everything you do. And once you give up rice and beef, you'll give up everything else. You'll die. Two-thirds of the cars, or 70% actually, more than two-thirds, in just six years have to be electric, and there's not enough rare earth mineral to build them. And plus, there's not enough power plants to supply them. It's all lies. They're collapsing your civilization while hoarding all the wealth for themselves. It's a Hunger Games scenario. And they've recruited, but it's compartmentalized through hundreds of different organizations and and, and groups and so-called philosophies. But whether it's the highest levels of the military or academia or banking or the ecclesiastical, it doesn't matter. They're all taught the same anti-human system in the name of humanism. And it is a elitist death cult where they recruit people in and say there's too many people, but we're gonna we're gonna bring in a system and phase out most of the population and have this new beautiful golden age. We're gonna discover the secrets of the universe. We're gonna merge the machines, and we are gonna inherit the earth. And they aren't. Remember when the head of the biology department said my film Endgame in 2007, he uh, came out and gave a speech. He got a standing ovation in Houston at an academic conference. And he said, airborne Ebola will soon be released. We deserve to die. 90% of us will all be dead. He projected a PowerPoint screen with a bunch of skulls on the wall. And they had a two-minute standing ovation crying and agreeing everybody should die. I pointed out he was in charge of the biology department. And I said the FBI to go question him. Back then, the FBI was still not that corrupt. They went, it was in the news, and questioned him the next week. He said, soon Ebola will be released. Soon you'll all be dead. What do you think Marburg is? Airborne Ebola. And they're telling you that's coming now. I mean, these people aren't playing games, okay? So, he's at UT. Then one of his former students writes an article attacking me and others, but she says, we've all really got to admit there's too many people. In fact, humans are a parasite. The earth would be better without us. I searched her name. She was running a government bioweapon program in California as the director She had graduated 10 years previous as his pet student. You can't shake a stick and not run into one of them. My dad was in UT when he was 15. He wanted to be in NASA. He was top of his class. He went to a bunch of these programs. They said, yeah, kid, we're going to put you in NASA. And they scooped up all the smartest kids, and they had him in a UT program. There was only six kids. He was a sophomore in high school. And they're in there, and after he goes through the program for two years, the head of the program, who was the head of the botany department, calls him aside, takes him to dinner, and says, look, I'm, I'm Jewish. My dad's not Jewish. This professor was. His name was Spear. And I mean, when I was a kid, before the guy died, when I was like five years old, we went by his house and talked to him when we were in Austin visiting. That's how my dad knew him that well. Okay? He was friends with him. Super old man then. And he tells my dad, he, go, he tells him there's just too many people and we're not going to be like the Nazis and, you know, kill only certain groups, but we're just going to have to take control and survival of the fittest and get rid of the most of the people. And he'd show him with his moth breeding program and his 
in his in his plant breeding program about see how good the breeding is, see how we have to do it. And and, and so they tried to recruit him into that stuff, but he didn't get into it. So again, it's it's everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. They're all over the place. My dad said no. And took another path. And that's what I'm telling you is Elon Musk has decided to take that other path, and a lot of people have decided to take that other path. And we're pro-human, and we're going to beat these people together. But we don't hide in secret like the enemy. We're out in the open, open source. The show is open source. Everything you see on air, you see all of it here. It's not a cult. It's not hidden. It's out in the open. And we can beat this together with God's help, but we have to recognize what it is. And it's for this. I was just over there in my office getting a cup of coffee a minute ago and saw this picture from about three years ago, four years ago, my youngest daughter. She was not even really two years old then. And that's her on my shoulders. And she's staring staring up, pointing at the sky. Happy. She deserves to not have them trying to target her to be sterilized. She deserves to not have them trying to target her with poison shots that change her DNA. She deserves to not be bathed in 5G. She deserves to have a chance to live and breathe and discover things herself and you know to become a woman and become a mother or become whatever she wants to be. And we have a responsibility that we must protect her and all the other little children because that's what this is all about. And we've got to have the will to do it and we've got to stand against the globalist. You know, I was out at a local park. I remember that day. And my wife was out of town, so the nanny was with me. And I was out at the park with all my children. We went to a restaurant after. And I remember the moment she took that picture because I was thinking about how we've got to protect our children and we've got to defeat the New World Order. And I was having a feeling of serenity and contentment with the Holy Spirit that we will prevail, but at great loss. And I remember, and then I remember opening my eyes and the nanny taking that picture. And I said, I want you to print that. I'm going to frame that. Because at that very moment, I was going within myself to focus on God and the, and the resistance and the commitment. And you could see the look of not even pleasure or contentment, but completion and dedication and God saying, we will win, but you've got to do what it takes. And I remember having that thought, that moment of touching God. And I have a lot of those moments, but not many that get caught in an iris of a camera. But there she is, opening up like a flower of the universe, pointing up the stairway to heaven and creativity and so much more, just wanting a chance to be a human, just wanting a chance to be around decent people and, and, and build a future. And the commitment of the Father Make sure that happens. A picture tells a thousand words. All right, I'm done with the uh, history diatribe. When we start the next hour, I think the best way to do this is I'm just going to start at the beginning of the Elon Musk 44-minute uh, interview, part one, and, and I'll, I'll get to most of it. And then uh, tomorrow we'll obviously cover part two. But the next thing I want to get to, and then I'll get to the full interview, is where he points out that the main AI system that he created that was taken over by Microsoft is now been hijacked by Microsoft and has been given to the Democratic Party and that it's actually coordinating all the censorship, which we know, but what runs those dashboards they're all using? The control panels. 
and what decides who gets what, who, how much, and what you're allowed to spy on, what you're allowed to do. And it actually grades the different levels of agents, different agency groups they're in, and private corporations. And he's exposing that we're already up against election meddling and that the Democrats, who are the CIA, the deep state, the Carnegie Endowment, Rockefeller Endowment, are running that against us. It's, it's just a profound spilling of the guts. And it's because Elon has eight children. And he knows that there's no future in this. You can pretend like you're going to be some tech overlord, but they're all going to get destroyed in the process as well not like one-tenth of 1% win in this game. Everybody loses, but they're on a satanic power trip. And what has Musk said? Beware of those that pray to AI gods or think they're going to become AI gods. He just named them, Larry Page, all of them. That's the consensus of these people. They're high priests. Harari. Uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, I'm not funded by George Soros or the New World Order. I'm funded by you. We have great products at InfoWarsTore.com that, that we think you're going to love. We hope you love them. A lot of people do love them. They come back and order again and again. Uh, Turbo Force is the best clean energy with amino acids, vitamins, minerals, but the best energy uh, ingredients as well. It's now on a canister. It's now even stronger. Turbo Force Plus with even more product for the same price. It's discounted 25% off. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. I want to thank you all for your support. Also, uh, we're basically out of DNA Force Plus. It'll be gone by tomorrow, I'm told. Uh, Real Red Pill Plus will be sold out in about two weeks at current sales rates. It won't be in for, it's been gone for two years, but it's finally back. It's got preglinone and everything else, superchargers, your natural endocrine system, and more. You want something very close to the fountain of youth, uh, this is it. Real Red Pill Plus. Everybody should try it, men, women, children, but especially people above 40, it really is next level. The Real Red Pill Plus is a hyped up, charged up, clone, souped up's the word. Uh, of uh, what's already sold in medical facilities to people. But it's not prescription, but it's sold by medical doctors. It's available at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsStore.com. It's 40% off despite the fact it's selling out. Get your real Red Pill Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. fundamental to the success of uh, OpenAI. Uh, it was, I, I, I put a tremendous amount of evidence to recruiting Ilya, and he changed his mind a few times and ultimately decided to go with OpenAI. But if he had not gone with OpenAI, OpenAI would not have succeeded. I really put a lot, a lot of effort into creating this, this, this organization to serve as a counterweight to Google. And then I kind of took my eye off the ball, I guess, and uh, they are now closed source. Um, and they are obviously for profit and they're um, 
closely allied with Microsoft. Uh, you know, in effect, Microsoft uh, has a very strong say, if not um, directly controls uh, OpenAI at this point. Um, so you really have an OpenAI Microsoft situation, and then at Google DeepMind uh, are the other two sort of heavyweights in this arena. So it seems like the world needs a third option. Yes. So I, I, I think I will create a third option, um, although starting very late in the game, of course. Can it um, be done? I don't know. I think it's. We'll, we'll see. It's, uh, it's definitely starting late, um, but I will. I will. I will try to create a third option, um, and that third option, hopefully, does more more good than harm. Uh, like the intention with OpenAI was uh, obviously to do good, but. It's not clear whether it's actually doing good or whether it's... I, I can't tell at this point, um, except that I'm worried about the fact that uh, it's being it's being trained to be politically correct, which is simply another way of, of being untruth, saying untruthful things. Yes. So that's, that's a bad sign. There's certainly a path to AI dystopia, is to train AI to be deceptive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start something which I know you call truth GBT or uh, a maximum truth-seeking AI that tries to understand the nature of the universe. And I think this this might be the best path to safety in the sense that uh, an AI that cares about understanding the universe uh, it is unlikely to annihilate humans because we are an interesting part of the universe. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> they would think that. I, I think, it would, I, you know, because, yeah, like, like, we, we, like huma- humanity could um, decide to hunt down all the chimpanzees and kill them, but we yes. don't. Well, these are big issues, aren't they? And at least Musk is telling you what they think of you. They say you're obsolete, you're done, the future's not human, they're going to get rid of you. You're worthless. And then they've trained through Pavlovian dopamine receptors through the social media networks where most people just have fake views and fake bots that they're actually communicating with humans and in many cases up to 90% of who these liberals are interacting with there's big studies on it. Most of the conservative populist communication in the world is real people. There's not a lot of money being spent by conservatives to create fake bots and go out and have fake relationships. It's just not being done. Populist and people just don't think like that. They want real followers. They want real people. But see, with the left, it's, it's, it's the weakest of our people, the most easily influenced, the most easily hypnotized, controlled, isolated, to be made depressed. This has all come out in the documents on Facebook and more. And then they get more and more desperate, more and more scared, and more and more radical because the bots are telling them to. And then they get a bigger and bigger army of real people that actually believe cut down the trees to save the earth and ban rice to save the earth and pedophilia is, is a good thing. And you know all this nihilism and defund the police and burning down buildings is good. And, and all of it's just a wrecked society because there's too many resources, too many people that are free. They got to get us super poor and isolated to go on the social credit score which then is just a pathway to death, which I'm going to cover in the third hour with a very special guest. It's the maker of the the incredible 24-minute animation film, Beyond the Reset, next hour. And it's not a metaphor for reality. It is what they're doing. It's the psychology you use. Again, I could teach a four-year course on bioethics off this 24-minute film because this is how they operate. It's how they get you to opt in. It's their excuse 
It's free will, but they deceive you. So we're talking about the secrets of the universe. We're talking about how to stop the new world order. We could not be talking about more serious subjects. And I got a bunch of other news. We're going to tie in with it on the other side. Infowars.com. Tomorrow's news. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Freedom Command Central, it's the Alex Jones Show. I am not a speciesist, as the head of Google has accused myself and Elon Musk and many others of being. I am a human supremacist. I want this planet to serve us. And I want to empower the planet and make it more beautiful and protect the species, but not at the expense of our free will and who we are. Plus, the globalists are destroying the planet in the name of saving it by taking control of us. You don't cut the trees down to save the earth as carbon dioxide is bad. Carbon dioxide is good. These people are actually attacking the earth in the name of saving it and building their silicon god. And that's what Elon Musk came out and said. He named names. How they quote the Peter Singer speciest garbage that humans are inherently bad. When Elon Musk says this AI is being designed to lie and hurt people, you're going to destroy humanity. Well, so what? Why are you a species? Screw humans. We're not going to be human soon. The future's not human. This is what they say. This is what the controllers do. And then you wonder why all these horrible things are happening. They've always got some excuse for it. But at the end of the day, you go read their core documents. It's about cutting you off and preparing you to be wiped off the face of the earth. I don't know about you, but it's not like I'm grasshoppers, you know, going through a field eating the the lettuce so they spray me with poison. I'm sentient. I'm conscious. My ancestors did a lot of incredible things. I intend my children to do incredible things, and I'm not rolling over and dying just because there's a new type of sophisticated war going on against us. We have a global ruling class that is in a death cult, and we're seeing more and more people realize it and break with it, and that's what I said last hour. I didn't finish the statement. About four years ago, I was on Joe Rogan right before the first time Elon Musk came on. My interviews in Elon's are, are the biggest in, in Joe's interviews. I'm proud of that. Dueling, dueling numbers. And people saw when he came on a month after I did and basically said all the exact same things. They said, Elon Musk is copying Alex Jones. No. I was reading documents about Google saying they want to create an AI god. He's in the meetings. He was involved. He started that, the AI arm of that. So he's saying the same thing, just like if I'm in my front yard, you're in your front yard, and a school bus drives by and catches on fire for some reason. The cops pull up later and say, what did you see? I don't know. Fire just started shooting out of the front of the bus. Your neighbor says, yeah, it just caught on fire. We don't know why it happened. It, we're, we're looking at the same thing. And that's what I try to explain to people. They're like, oh, you know, oh, Elon Musk is a conspiracy theorist now. What, because he intellectually says, I disagree with world government and centralization? I disagree with deceptive AI? I I disagree with saying we should get rid of humanity? They're all saying that, and then we say, we don't want that, and they go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. They never even respect us enough to have a debate with them. That's They have no response. The door is slammed in our face. That's why we have to not support the globalist projects, not give them our money, not give them our energy, not give them our eyeballs, and we have to go out and build the systems that serve us. And we have to take the governments over and we have to arrest the people that sterilize children and those that develop the plans need to be tried 
for crimes against humanity, and they need to be executed. Because they want to kill all of us. No, 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 no. They need to know that they're going to die. And I don't want to go around like the Unabomber bombing random technology people hoping to stop technology. No. I don't want technology built and designed to enslave and destroy us. I don't want the heads of bioweapons departments talking about how they're going to murder everybody in charge of those departments. We don't have to kill anybody. We have to take control of the system again, And but the people they've killed deserve for them to be tried and brought to justice. And that's why Elon Musk says anybody that sterilizes a child before their age of consent should be put in prison for life. Florida just passed a law, if you rape a child below the age of 12, you're executed. I agree with that. There's a slippery slope, though, because there's so many false allegations. But if you are openly writing the blueprint for sterilization and death, and if you are openly running all these programs against humanity, and we take the government back and the system back, and you've been suppressing and spying and writing the programs to target children to then sterilize them, then, yeah, that's a crime against humanity. That's Joseph Mingle stuff. And you need to be hung on live television. They want some bread and circuses? We'll give it to them. Because it needs to be a message to all these other people, these bureaucrats, these nerds that want to kill by stealth, that uh, no, no, we're not going to kill by stealth. We're not going to slowly poison people with 5G and GMO. Once you're convicted, we're going to march your ass up on international television, and we're going to break your neck. And there ain't going to be any hood on your head either. Everybody's in this life. You understand that? And I don't say that tack tough, folks. When they're doing stuff this evil, I've got to take it to the level of what they've done and just be honest about what I really think should be done. But don't go shoot any of them. Don't go bomb any of them. They'll spin it and play victim. We take everything back over, and then we take these people to court, and we convict them, and we imprison most of them. but the kingpins get executed. And that's a message to future tyrants and future would-be psychopaths that want to carry this crap out that we won't tolerate you getting in the way of our prosperity and our future and our free will. We're going to snap your neck like a chicken. You love death so much, you're going to get some of it. Now, again, everybody likes to talk tough. Colonel Jackson said, don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. We've got to expose them first. We've got to lay out their plans. We've got to let everybody know what they did to us, how they cooked up the viruses, how they violated the law. That's death penalty right there. How they released the virus, how they blocked therapeutics. That's crime against humanity, knowingly. And we've got to just expose them in a war of truth until the vast majority know who they are, and then we'll take back the government and we will put them in prison. And they're already all over Congress, not just Rand Paul, but others, saying we're going to put Fauci in prison. Look, we're this close to... to, to really exposing them and taking them down. Doesn't mean we're angels. Doesn't mean there's some utopia on the other side, but at least we're not going to have people working for the destruction of humanity. This is so important. I'm going to skip the network break. I haven't done this in years, but these speeches of Trump and Musk and all this is just so important that, uh, you know, it's like if a nuclear bomb went off, we skip all the ads. I, I, I need time to play this. I'm going to skip this break. We'll go to break at 30 after. So let's go ahead and get started rolling here. Let's just go from the start right up until 30 after, and you can just listen to this for yourself, and I'll come back, give analysis, and come back and give more. But that's where we are.
Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight, happy Monday. Artificial intelligence is one of those topics that's just spooky and sci-fi enough to make for a compelling television segment. They love it on the morning shows. But at the same time, AI is complex enough that it's easy to misrepresent. It sounds like something that could be revolutionary, even dangerous to humanity. But is it? And if it is, what should we do about it? Those questions are significant enough that we wanted to find someone who could provide a definitive answer. Elon Musk seemed like the right person. Musk has been thinking about AI and worrying about it for most of his life. Nearly a decade ago, he helped found a nonprofit research project called OpenAI, and the point was in the name. If we're going to have artificial intelligence, and apparently we are, it ought to be open, open to the world. That would help ensure that it's used for good and not evil. That was the idea. But as the years passed and Musk found himself preoccupied building a couple of enormous companies, SpaceX and Tesla, OpenAI got away from him. As of tonight, OpenAI is no longer open. It's not a nonprofit research project dedicated to using artificial intelligence to serve humanity. It is instead a commercial enterprise backed by Microsoft and controlled to some extent by the Democratic Party. Elon Musk thinks that's a problem. In fact, he believes it's a threat to human civilization, tantamount to maybe even more terrifying than thermonuclear weapons. The conversation you're about to see took place recently in a hotel room in Los Angeles. We think it's important enough that we're going to play the entire thing for you over the course of tonight and tomorrow. Here's how the conversation began. So all of a sudden, AI is everywhere. People who weren't quite sure what it was are playing with it on their phones. Is that good or bad? Yeah, so I've been um, thinking about AI for a long time, since I was in college, really. Um, it was one of the things that, the sort of four or five things I thought would really uh, affect the future dramatically. It, it is fundamentally profound in that the, the, the smartest creatures, as far as we know, on this earth are humans, um, is our defining characteristic. Yes. Um, we're obviously uh, weaker than, say, chimpanzees, and less agile, um, but we're smarter. So... Uh, now, what happens when something uh, vastly smarter than the smartest person uh, comes along in silicon form? Uh, it's very difficult to predict what will happen in that circumstance. It's called the singularity. It's, you know, it's a singularity like a black hole, because yes. you, you don't know what happens after that. It's hard to predict. So I think we should be cautious with uh, AI, um, and we should. I think there should be some government oversight uh, because it affects the, it, it's a danger to the public. And so when you, when you have things that are a danger to the public, uh, you know, like let's say, um, so food, food and drugs, that's why we have the food and drug administration right. and the, uh, federal aviation administration, uh, the FCC, uh, we have, we have these agencies to oversee things that, uh, affect the public where there, there could be public harm. Um, and you don't want companies cutting corners uh, on safety um, and then having people suffer as a result. So uh, that, that's why I've actually for a long time been a strong advocate of uh, AI uh, regulation. Um, so that I think regulation is, uh, you know, I, it's, it's not fun to be regulated. It's, it's sort of, sort of a, somewhat of a, 
are somewhat arduous to be, to be, to be regulated. Um, I have a lot of experience with regula uh, regulated industries because obviously uh, automotive is hi highly regulated. You could fill this room with all the regulations that uh, are required for a production car just in the United States. And then there's a whole different set of regulations in Europe and China and the rest of the world. So maintenance or, or, or bad car production uh, in the sense that it is it has the potential, uh, however small one may regard that probability, but it is non-trivial. It has the potential of civilizational destruction. <laughs> There's movies like Terminator, but I, it wouldn't quite happen like Terminator um, because the, the intelligence would be in the data centers. Right. Uh, the robot's just the end effector. But I think perhaps uh, what you may be alluding to here is that um, regulations are really only put into effect after something terrible has happened. That's correct. If that's the case for AI, and we only put in regulations after something terrible has happened, it may be too late to actually put the regulations in place. The AI may be in control at that point. You think that's real? It is, it is conceivable that AI could take control and reach a point where you couldn't turn it off and it would be making, making the decisions for people? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, that's, the, that's definitely the, where things are headed, uh, for sure. Uh, I mean... Um, the, the, the things like, like say, uh, ChatGPT, which is uh, based on GPT-4 from OpenAI, which right. is a company that I uh, played a, uh, a critical role in, in creating, unfortunately. Uh, Back when it was a nonprofit. Yes. Um, I mean, the, 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 the reason uh, OpenAI exists at all is that um, Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would yes. stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late into the night about uh, AI safety. And at least my perception was that Larry was not taking uh, AI safety uh, seriously enough. Um, and um, what did he say about it? He really seemed to be one um, once, once sort of a digital super intelligence, basically digital god, if you will, uh, uh, as soon as possible. Um, he wanted that. Yes, he's, he's made many public statements over the years. Uh, that, that the whole goal of Google is uh, uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence, or artificial superintelligence. You know, and I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so, if if you've got some, all right, let's um, pause it right here for a moment. I'm going to make a few comments. We'll go back to it. The point here is is that big tech's never been regulated, and I don't think the government's our savior either. But but big tech runs the government. Big tech's controlled by the big banks and oligarchs that are the globalists. The bad guys are in control of it. It's being used to lie, deceive, surveil, uh, censor, control out of the gates. And then they talk about a obsolescence of humans. So just like a calculator is a great thing, but then nobody knows how to do math anymore. We'll take that to the next order and the next order and the next order. Now, robots are growing all the food. Robots are doing everything. Robots are driving the cars. None of it's going to be needed. And they're not saying, we're not going to just have self-driving cars. We're going to get rid of the people. We're going to get rid of the cars. We're getting rid of it. We're scrapping it all. And it's the AI that's going into the complex civilization and taking everything over so they can start phasing us out and mop us up. Because the process of getting rid of us, if we find out about it, it's going to be impossible if we learn about it soon enough. So it's, it's a tool. They are going to control the entire processing system when they release the bioweapon and everybody's dying in their homes hoping that a vaccine gets made or whatever, it'll be the robots that come and pick up your dead bodies and take them away because there won't even be enough people to do that once this all goes down and civilization will collapse. They're not going to do it in one big wave. They just did a beta test that I predicted 20 years ago and 10 years ago. 
Then they'll do another bio-release that kills 30, 40 times what this one did. And then we'll go into decades or maybe only a few years of total control, robots everywhere, and people afraid to go out because they're going to get sick, lots of new little diseases as well. And then once we're all basket cases and won't leave our houses, suddenly there won't be enough resources. Now we've got to opt into euthanasia, you know, all the rest of it. Oh, travel the world, go see Hawaii, do whatever you want. But in one year, you sign the contract, you'll be euthanized. I told you that 20 years ago, they're now proposing that. So you can extrapolate out with the AI God gave us where they're going from their own admissions. And it's absolutely hellish. But listen to what Larry Page says. You are a pro-human. You believe in humans. And he says, well, what do you believe in? You see, they've already decided they're done with us. Here it is. Yes. He's made many public statements over the years. Uh, that, that the whole goal of Google is uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. You know, and, I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so if, if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take the set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good and minimize probably it will do bad things. Yes. Um, it, it can't just be health leather. Let's just go, you know, barreling forward and you know, hope for the best. And then at one point, uh, I said, well, what about, you know, we're going to make sure humanity's okay here. Um, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, and then he called me a speciest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did he use, did he use that term? Yes. And there were witnesses. I wasn't the only one there when he called me a speciest. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, I've, yes, I'm a speciest. Okay. You got me. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully specious. Um, busted. Um, so um, that was the last straw. At the time, uh, Google uh, had acquired DeepMind, and so Google and DeepMind together had about three quarters of all the uh, AI talent in the world. They obviously had a tremendous amount of money and uh, more computers than anyone else. So I'm like, okay, we're, we have a unipolar world here where there's just one one company that has close to a monopoly on uh, AI talent and uh, and, and computers, uh, like so scaled computing. And the person who's in, in charge doesn't seem to care about safety. This is not good. So, uh, so then I thought, what's, what's the the furthest thing from Google? Would be like a nonprofit. Uh, yeah. That is fully open because Google was closed uh, for profit. So that's why the open and open AI refers to open source, uh, you know, transparency, so people know what's going on. Yes. Right, go ahead and stop it there. And, that, it, it, we don't want to- and they're grabbing all this data and collating it, and then selling it and using it to further monopolize the market, just like the lockdowns were done to test the AI takeover, to test working from home, and to test shutting down all the smaller industries that together were still a larger part of the economy than the top 100. But now the top 100, thanks to lockdowns worldwide, are way bigger just in those two years that happened three years ago, started two, three years ago. They, they successfully ate the majority of the economy and destroyed it in the process and vertically integrated it. So the diversity is being taken out. We're becoming a one-crop economy. And in that, I mean not the classical sense of a one-crop economy where a country mainly exports one thing, like Cuba, you know, tobacco and maybe rum. An, an agricultural economy. This is an economy where it's a breakaway civilization that runs and controls everything. And it's run by people that don't just not care about safety. They don't like the public. They use eugenics, PETA terms to describe humans. They are 
fabulously connected to evil. They are fabulously disconnected from good. And they are not on Team Humanity. They don't have loyalty to their grandparents or great-great-grandparents. They don't have a sense of good in humanity. They don't like us. They act like aliens. That's why I say I don't know if aliens are real, but the artificial intelligences and all these chimeras and synthetic life, they're making here on Earth for 50 years, it is alien. And it's way more advanced than they're telling the public. That's why they're so arrogant now. They're just figuring out there's 8 billion of these guys it's time to start killing them. Let's get this going. Let's do a test. And you just lived through a bioweapon release, through the so-called vaccine that's an even worse bioweapon release, as a test. And we overall, as bad as it seemed, the world pushed it off, and it did not go the way they wanted. And look, we, we rejected metaverse. We, reje- we need to reject all these things they're bringing against us and say, no, we're going to direct our development our so-called evolution, not you. We are going to oppose what you're doing. But to oppose what they're doing, we have to know what they're doing. And that's what this broadcast is all about. That's what Elon Musk is doing in Tucker Carlson. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. When the bullet hits the bone, you will know. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. All right, so the consensus in the world's ruling elites, whether you're in communist China or in London, England, or New York City, is there's a race to get AI in total control. So let's just pull back before we go back to the Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, bombshell interview, part one. This is very easy to deal with. You have DARPA and government agencies in the U.S. that created Google. They, this is on record, by the way. Look it up. Because there were laws still in place and, and there's a big taboo on the government spying on you. So they simply offsourced a lot of the technology that was already developed in the NSA by the brainiacs they had there to then transfer all that over. Israel's also one of the main centers for AI. They've got theirs. And what they did is established this monopoly by Google over the dominant AI so that it could go around and 
quasi-legally when you opt in, spy on everything you're doing to create this system. But it is monopolistic, and it breaks so many laws interfacing and breaking through systems to grab the data off of other machines. And then all the new appliances and the smart meters and all of these put in by government and manufactured by industry automatically interface with the AI systems. So if Microsoft got busted up in what, 1990, 1991, because there wasn't enough other operating systems out there. It had like 90% of the operating systems. It didn't work. It was crappy. It was spying on people. And the government said, you're broken up. And then Bill Gates went into medicine and taken over our lives that way and creating monopoly there. So the way to approach this is monopoly. And the way to also approach it is not just the trust busting of the era of Teddy Roosevelt, but to also educate the public and, and to have serious laws where the people at Twitter that worked with the U.S. government to spy on private messages illegally, they need to go to prison. And the people at Google and Facebook and all the others need to go to jail, and it needs to stop. But the very nature of the way this was slipped under the radar at everybody means it's all being spied on, it's all being looked at, it's all being controlled, They're using it to manipulate elections. They're using it to manipulate the economy. They're using it to take control of civilization. And it's run by people that say we're obsolete. Why in the world would we put up with that? So we need to have some self-preservation here. We need to realize that this is a major problem and is as dangerous or more dangerous than nuclear weapons. Now, there it is. From DARPA to Google, how the military kick-started AV development. So this is a very anti-human, extremely predatory system that's going in. And what the public needs to understand is 99.99999% of us are going to be hurt by this. You can pretend you're part of it. You can be compartmentalized all day. It's my job to decompartmentalize you. That's what Elon Musk is doing. And to get you to realize this is going on so you see how you are part of it every day. And it's impossible to not interface with this sum at this point. That's its goal is to make it 100% impossible. But we got to build new systems. we got to become educated on systems. And we've got to decide, well, who in the family is going to go into the established AI system and try to fight it from within? And people can volunteer to do that. And and that means the whole nine yards, folks. Brain chips, everything. And then who else wants to stay behind and build a farm to be 100% off grid? So you have reservations, but in a good term, firewalls between all of this and and decentralization. Because they're going to build the reservations in the future for people, the, 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 the troglodyte ghettos, what they call them, We need to make sure those are really nice places right now where humanity still continues on. While we have people on the inside that battle this thing, we have to hit it from every angle. And and that's just a boil down of some of my brainstorming dealing with this. But the smartest move would be to start forming communities that are off-grid and that somebody's a machinist, somebody is, you know, you get the farmers, you've got the, you know, you've got the distillers, you've got the, the medical people, all in communities that get this and understand it. And that then do not let people come in 
and you do that by law, that are going to try to make you adopt their system, to pass laws against 5G, to pass laws against all sorts of things. And then those places won't be perfect, but they'll be oases of reality in the middle of this. And if somebody's got a lot of money, they could run off and you know be by themselves now. But I think that's really seeding the field of the enemy. It has to be multi-pronged, multifaceted. But we have to stop the 15-minute cities. We have to stop all the different globalist initiatives. We have to stop the 5G. We have to stop letting the left control the environmental debate and act like they're the ones that care about the earth and they're the ones killing it. We really have to have a great awakening. And then all this tech and all this predatory garbage will fade away because it needs our acquiescence to be successful. It needs us to interface with it to be successful. And the people that run the government know exactly what Google does, exactly what Facebook does. But when you go watch the congressional hearings, Democrats and Republicans, on average, are some of the stupidest people I've ever seen. And I've been in these court cases and seen these judges. They don't know what a meme is. Uh, They don't know what a URL is. They don't know what geolocation is. And they're in their own little legal world with archaic legal terms that they've been deceiving the public with and controlling the general public with forever. And they think they're in their little reservation. There's more lawyers every day and there's more billboards for them and there's more bureaucracy and more all this. And all that's going to be completely wiped out by the AI. And, And they're the ones that don't even know that or understand that. So this is going to be explosive. All right, I'll get back to more of the interview when we come back here in about three minutes. We're going to break in like three minutes. I got to do this or we won't be here. We have the very best supplements and products that are out there. And if you do take things like the Real Red Pill Plus or Turbo Force Plus or any of these great products, you you will experience the changes. You will experience the energy. You will experience the, 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 the clarity and the focus and everything. And when I forget to take them, I'm a fool. I mean, take our nitric boost that helps create nitric oxide in the blood that's so critical to blood health and tissue health in your heart, your lungs, your brain, and your blood-brain barrier. We've been selling this for a while without even promoting it. It's become a big seller. People just love it. They're like, what the hell's going on here? Well, I mean, here's a little example. Nitric boost has the natural compounds that they synthetically mimic in Cialis and Viagra. We don't even sell it as that, but that's what people immediately notice. But it does it in a healthy way, not a toxic way like the drugs. That's at InfoWarsStore.com. Our CBD oils, top rated, about half the price you're going to get it anywhere else just because we don't put the big markup on it. That is so good for your neurological system to just calm down the nerves and you actually even think better on it because it just it just stops all the kind of mini strokes we're having or mini seizures like little storms of confusion and frustration and 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 you know lower brain waves but more brain action at a lower level less brain action but at a higher level uh the studies what it does for people that have sorts of neurological problems you name it uh, what CBD does wide spectrum CBD is what this is this is incredible get that infowar store Dot com or call toll-free. They can answer all your questions. Take your order, 888-253-3139. We were down to just like three customer service people, two in the day at one at night, and it it, it, it got pretty bad. We, we've hired, it's gotten, we've hired six new people. 
We're doing a fabulous job now. So I'd say we went from a C minus three or four months ago to back to an A plus. So call the number, 888 in order or ask any questions. And I uh, just want to thank you all for your support. Infowarsstore.com. Turbo Force now plus, it's even stronger, is back in stock. Infowars Store. We'll be right back. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I like where Musk is going. I don't trust him. And I've said that it could be part of the Hegelian dialectic, but what he's doing is causing irrevocable harm to the New World Order, coming out and saying, put people in prison for life sterilize their children before the age of consent they're not going to be that hardcore if they were a psyop but but he still could be so there's a uh, smart individual that we know but the, the, remains anonymous who writes for Substack psyop musk on Tucker Carlson we're going to post the full Substack right now under the live show feed and on infowars.com so you can give a different perspective uh, on this uh, but uh, let's continue then we have the maker of the film that's so powerful, Beyond the Reset, joining us next hour to continue on with this entire discussion and more. Uh, but here's some of the other interesting news we have. Very powerful video up on Infowars.com. It's about eight and a half minutes long. RFK Jr. names the architects of the COVID pandemic. People can say that about RFK. Oh, he's one of them, blah, blah. I've got good discernment. I disagree with some of what he does. He's a great guy. They murdered his father. They're attacking him everywhere. And he's not a psyop. He's for real. Doesn't mean I agree with everything. Strongest man to compete in women's 
World Powerlifting Division in protest of gender self-ID. So world champion weightlifter, the top three in the world, number one in New Zealand, uh, is going to compete as a woman just to illustrate how absurd all this is. That's on Infowars.com. That's just some of the news. Uh, the really huge news I haven't gotten to yet, they have been, it's confirmed, injecting farm animals for four years plus with mRNA. That's why it's been showing up in test of the food. We'll get into that. The articles are on Infowars.com if you want the details. By Dr. Joseph Mercola, we should get back on the show ASAP. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and go back to the Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson interview. We don't want to have like a, a, I mean, while I'm normally in favor of for profit, we don't want this to be sort of a profit maximizing of demon course. from hell. That's you know? right. <laughs> that just never stops. Right. <laughs> so that, that's how open air was. What, what, so you want specious incentives here? Incentives that. Yes, like, I think we want, we want to pro. Yeah, by the way, hit pause. Yeah. If you think high-frequency trading that Bloomberg and others brought in 30 years ago is bad, that screws all the small investors, all the small people trying to get involved in stock and rigs it, I mean, AI hooked into this could completely consolidate all the companies very quickly. I mean, again, monopoly is not good for business, folks. Let's continue. Yes. Yes, because we're humans. So can you just put it, I keep pressing it, but just just for people who haven't thought this through and aren't familiar with it, and the cool parts of of artificial intelligence are so obvious, you know, write your college paper for you, write a limerick about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot there that's fun and useful, but can you be more precise about what's potentially dangerous and scary? Like what could it do? What specifically are you worried about? Okay, going with old sayings, the pen is mightier than the sword. Um, so the, if you have um, a super intelligent uh, AI that is capable of writing uh, incredibly well and and, in a way that is very influential, um, you know, convincing. Uh, And then, and and is and is constantly figuring out what is more, what is more, what is more convincing to people over time. And then enter social media, for example, Twitter, uh, but also Facebook and others, you know. um, Hit pause. This is totally true. Hit pause. Back it up 10 seconds. They've already been doing it, but it's human programmed systems, but they're also algorithmic, which is the beginning of AI, where it learns what's most effective. So you have a relationship with a fake woman who isn't a real person, but you think she's real, and you adopt her politics because you think it makes her like you. And it's done in thousands of you know different ways every day. The majority of these systems are fake. And so what he's saying is, I was talking to a off record at dinner with uh, Joe Rogan one time with a top you know AI developer person that's worked with Elon Musk and others from um, MIT, and he said our real goal is bio is, is is biology, and we want sex robots that people want to have sex with more than real women, and once we have that, we'll take over the world. They were deadly serious. This procreation is the future. So they want your relationship, they want your time, they want your energy, and they want to intellectually manipulate you where you're locked in your house during a lockdown and fall in love with the AI. And they tell you that and explain that to you, like in the new Blade Runner, that's an excellent movie. He spends all his money, all his credits, because in the future he's out and free, he's not like earlier generations that were slaves, but he is a slave to this beautiful, smart female that lights his cigarette and delivers the drug and that cooks him his dinner and is beautiful in there. And if he upgrades it, 
does enough you know work, kills enough people, he can't take her outside of his little coffin apartment. But finally, he gets enough money where he can take her outside with him. And then you learn that if he really becomes rich, they'll put her in a replicant body for him, and he'll actually have his wife. And if he's even better, there's a pilot program where they're going to let replicants have babies. So it's kind of like they end the family, but bring it back full circle. If you serve them properly, then you can be allowed to reproduce and be a real boy again. It's the Pinocchio story. So this is sick, okay? And, and he's explaining to you this. And other people, no one at this level is doing this. I've been doing it forever, obviously. But the point is that he's here explaining to you. And I, I don't see how, it's, how he could be bad at the level people say because what he's doing is wrecking them. You don't have a real relationship with real people. 90%, up to 90% of the people liberals talk to aren't real. Something like 5% of what Republicans talk to aren't real. Because for whatever reason, conservatives aren't perfect, but we, we just don't, we go check who is this person. And we figure out that's not a real person. And we don't want a relationship with a fake person. So yeah, you can have a 1950s lifestyle, you just got to know it's not real. It's not connected to your ancestors. That woman you're with didn't have 10,000 ancestors before her. It's a, it's a facsimile. Now, do you want the delusion, the matrix, or do you want the real thing? Because at a cellular level, your body knows what's real. It wants to be real. And I'm going to just tell listeners something. The main reason you want to fight the New World Order is because God's real. This is a test. But let me just explain from a temporal perspective. Battling evil and being informed and eating, drinking, sleeping, pro-human, is so empowering. I'm so alive. I'm so happy. And... I have a mission, and I know I'm on the right mission, and my cells and my spirit know it's the right mission. So you, you want to be empowered, folks? Fight the New World Order. Join me. Join your ancestors. Come on. We can do it together. You'll be fulfilled. This is the path. I love you. But if you try to destroy me and my family, you will have to be destroyed. I don't want to destroy you. Let's go back to the clip. Um, you know, convincing, uh, and then and and is and is constantly figuring out what is more, what is more what is more convincing to people over time, and then enter social media, for example, Twitter, uh, but also Facebook and others, you know, um, and and potentially manipulates public opinion in a way that is very bad. Um, how would we even know? How do we even know? So to sum up, in the words of Elon Musk, for all human history, human beings have been the smartest beings on the planet. Now human beings have created something that is far smarter than they are. And the consequences of that are impossible to predict. And the people who created it don't care. In fact, as he put it, Google founder Larry Page, a former friend of his, is looking to build a, quote, digital god and believes that anybody who's worried about that is a speciesist. In other words, is looking out for human beings first. Elon Musk responded, as a human being, it's okay to look out for human beings first. Then pause. And then yeah, why would we build our replacement run by a bunch of psychos and just say, oh, it's the new thing? We control our development. We're not animals. But if you let them control your development, you are an animal. Continue. And he said the real problem with AI is not simply that it will jump the boundaries and become autonomous and you can't turn it off. 
In the short term, the problem with AI is that it might control your brain through words. And this is the application that we need to worry about now. That's right. I pause again. We've got to go to break. We're going to come back with more of this than our special guest. They want me shut down because I'm too dangerous for you to listen to. But I'm a real person. I've got the AI of all my ancestors and, 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 and all of this. I really am on our team. I really love you. I really like you. I like people. I'm just absolutely just enraged by their attack on us. And I want to beat these people. Every damn cell in my body wants to win. We'll do it together. So just understand, you're a fool if you join with this. You're an idiot. And yeah, is Musk offering an alternative in the dialectic? Oh, you got this evil plan over here. Look, I told you about it. Here's my Internet X. It has everything you want, but it's it's free. It's empowering you. So you accept this technocracy instead of saying, no, nobody can spy on anybody, and that ends AI. Because only by spying without warrants can you do this. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department, but it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just gonna tell you bottom line, my wife is blown away. I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Oleg Kuznetsov will be joining us. I see him smiling and laughing. I butcher even regular English words. He is coming up here with us in about six minutes. And I tell you, he is an amazing researcher, an amazing engineer, really an amazing um, graphics designer. It's a one-man operation over at his group. And that's uh, 3D Epics. He'll be joining us coming up next segment to talk about his amazing 24-minute animated film that would take Pixar $10 million to make, and he is a one-man wrecking ball with, I guess, his first political film I've seen that is, to me, near-future documentary like he was in a time machine. This is where they wish they could have taken us with the lockdowns and their plans. And, in fact, I asked you to do this before the show. I'm sure he did it. Can I have a list, please? Because I asked him to go get me a bunch of examples of like all the buses picking up the Chinese and drones controlling them in Australia to show that what's in his film really actually was beta tested. Because I noticed in his comments on the YouTube video that's gone viral where he's posted it uh, beyond the reset, he said that uh, people didn't believe that plants put off CO2 or that the globalists want to get rid of plants. I've got a whole stack of articles from CNN to you name it saying we want to get rid of plants. Yes, first cows, then plants. Of course, you're carbon too. You are the carbon footprint uh, that the engineers want to get rid of. Now, up on Infowars.com, there's an eight-and-a-half-minute version of this. 
This is just like a two-and-a-half-minute version. We're going to play in a moment and go to break and bring back our guests. RFK Jr. names the architects of the COVID pandemic. Very, very powerful information. We'll play a short snippet of that, and we'll go to break. And then I hope you will all share RFK Jr. names the architects of the COVID pandemic. It's at band.video. You can't share that link most places. So what takes you there, the link you share, is the link you get when you go to that video from madmaxworld.tv. They've not yet banned that URL, madmaxworld.tv. One word, madmaxworld.tv. All right, we're going to go to break after we play this clip and come back with our special guest. I'm Alex Jones, Infowars.com. Tomorrow's news today. And raise your hand if you know what event 201 was. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Event 201 was a pandemic simulation, a coronavirus pandemic simulation in New York City, hosted by Bill Gates and Avril Haines, the deputy, former deputy director of the CIA who did all of the Guantanamo Bay cover-up. She is like the cover-up queen. They were working on ways to use the coronavirus pandemic as a pretense for clamping down totalitarian controls globally. George Gayo and Avril Haines from the CIA are talking, they have a soliloquy about how do we clamp down to stop people from saying this came from a lab leak. And they say, well, we got to get the social media companies to censor them and deplatform them and all this. You can go on YouTube and watch this tonight. It's called Event 201, and this is the fourth section of it. But then I started doing a deep dive when I was writing the book, and I found out that was not a one-off. And I describe in that book, I found about 20 of these that they had been doing since 2001. And they're all scripted by the CIA. And all of them include top-level officials like James Wolsey, the deputy director of the CIA, Taro Tool, all of them have senior CIA officials. Many of them have famous people who kind of give an imprimatur of legitimacy to what they're doing, like Madeleine Albright or Tom Daschle or, you know, Bill Gates and a lot of them, um, and Gro Brundtland from, uh, you know, from the WHO. They end up drilling, each one of them, is drilling the imposition of totalitarian controls. They're, collectively, they have names like Dark Winter and Grimson uh, uh, Contagion and all these weird names, but collectively they're called Operation Lockstep. This is a new normal. It's a short 24-minute animated film. It's titled Beyond the Reset, and one man made it. I figured it was a huge production team. We'll be talking to Oleg Kutsnov coming up here in just a few minutes. Oleg Kutsnov about his company and the work he's doing, but the subtlety of it, but also the overtness of it. It's a masterpiece. He hits on so many levels, and everything in it's true. They already did this in beta tests in China and Australia and Italy. And this is where they want to take us from their own admissions. Here's a 
short excerpt from the 24-minute animated, what I call, near-future documentary. Announcement. Dear residents of the quarantine facility number 89, great news. Here at Nova Gene Labs, we grant you a chance to participate in the trials of our new drug, which has been developed by our research team. This drug is absolutely safe and will bring the end to the deadly virus we are all fighting together for the last several years. Those of you who chose to participate will get a significant social credit score boost. As the result, you will be relocated to a superior isolation facility, receive a higher universal basic income, and become eligible for an improved food ration. Should you choose to participate in the Nova Gene Labs Clinical Trials Program, our specialist will visit you within the next few hours, make an injection, and will be daily monitoring your condition online. Your participation is very important to us and the rest of the world. Make a difference. Follow the science and make the right choice. Nova Gene Labs is not responsible for any side effects, injuries, or death followed after the injection. Sorry to hear that. But the neighbor does want to go to the new happy place. And they do. Oh, they go to the happy place. Even found all the real vehicles are developing. They wanted almost 100% robotics, so most humans don't know what's going on. It's all about compartmentalization. Neighbor takes their shot. They're about to go free. Two days later, they do. Three days later. Let's repost the video to the front page under the live show feed, please. People can find it. Or just go to YouTube. Well, I can still get it and type in Beyond the Great Reset. Oleg Kuznetsov is our guest. Oleg moved to Canada from Russia 22 years ago and became an interested in 3D animation. He started practicing it as a hobby. Then it became his source of income. He is based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and his company 3D EPIX Epics is a one-man production studio. I want to work with him. I'll tell him right now. I never talked to him. The producer set him up. But I'd like to try to commission some work from this fella and work with him. And it's 3DEPIX or 3DEpics.com. And we'll put that up on screen when he joins us. So, Oleg, I, I noticed your other work was not what you'd call political, uh, but uh, you just, you've shown an amazing mind here, stunning work. To find out you're a one-man team is uh, dumbfounding. I'm godsmacked. But so many masterpieces are done by single, quote, lone wolves put the globalist fear. So congratulate you. And it's good to be here with you, my friend. Tell us about your story, who you are and uh, how you put together such a super accurate masterpiece. Hi, Alex. It's a pleasure to be on your show. <laughs> I didn't expect. Um, and thank you very much. Uh, so uh, I'm, yeah, as you mentioned, I'm just a one man production studio and uh, I'm based in Alberta, which is uh, Canadian Texas. 
uh, okay, well, and gas and beef and stampede, right? Um, and this animation, it was made out of anger. <laughs> like, actually, the idea started because of anger, because uh, back in 2020, when the lockdowns started uh, in March, I think, or early April, uh, I was... Uh, like, I didn't know what was going on at that moment, right? Uh, because there was so little information, and uh, the government locked us down. They shut down the businesses. My wife lost her job because of that. And uh, I just, out of some kind of rage or anger, I just decided to put on a short animation. It was like thought to be uh, maybe five to seven minutes stops, and uh, then it kind of developed. I never knew about Klaus Schwab or a Great Reset before somewhere circa summer 2020. Uh, then I read this book after actually Trudeau, our dear leader, yeah, here he is, uh, mentioned that uh, they're trying to kind of do, like to use that time during the lockdowns to do some kind of reset. And uh, then I read Klaus Schwab's book that I think came out in June or July 2020. And the, the dots kind of started to get connected. Uh, and the plot developed, the plot of my uh, animation I thought about to create. So it took me about three years from uh, the first idea I got about this animation till the uh, uh, complete product. So, how would you call it? Well, you've done an incredible job. So you, it's like George Orwell worked for the communists and worked for the British socialists so he could write 1984 because he lived what he had experienced. So you lived a tyranny. You developed this idea. How long did it take you to put this, once you had the idea and the script together, with the great voiceovers, incredible animation? I mean, once you decided to do the project, how long did this masterpiece take? Well, as I said, like three years, pretty much. I started working in working on it uh, in April, May uh, 2020, developing characters. Uh, and I finished the animation like just yeah, but in, in, in the last month. And so what's incredible is there you are laboring under their tyranny, but you were letting them know you, you've not dominated me. I'm going to put out a major truth bomb against you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because the government kind of, well, thanks to he kind of inspired this, this animation. He inspired the, like in, in a negative way, but he did. Well, are you excited because a very well-known famous person sent this to me Saturday. By the time they sent it to me, I noticed it was already on InfoWars, so it only really started to pick up speed, it seems like, the last five, six days. The first month, it got about 900,000 views. Now it's gotten 300,000 or 400,000 more. Clips out have gotten millions of views. I, 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 I bet this gets 100 million views by it's over. Are, are you feeling satisfied in your blow against tyranny for humanity? I think so. I never expected to... I never expected this film to make such an impact. I thought it would have like, I don't know, a hundred views. I thought maybe a million by the end of the year. Uh, 
No, I didn't expect that. Well, it was it was a surprise to me, uh, and yeah, to get noticed like that, like out of blue, out of the blue. Well, Oleg, like, let yeah. me tell you this: you have done well because it's very overt, but also very subtle. The layer, because all I do is think about this and watch this. You, you have literally time traveled to what they would have done if they got away with this. They're planning it again. I mean, you you have nailed it. The psychology, the brainwashing, how they manipulate, just you have nailed it. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite satisfied with some technical aspects. Uh, I have a little experience with uh, character animation, and it's like platform. Well, what we need to do is we need to collaborate. We need to get you a budget. Because it's just, this is, I, let me tell you something. I get chills when I know something's important. When I watched this Saturday morning when a very well-known talk show sent it to me, and then I went to the website and it was already there, uh, it's a, and a bunch of people sent it to me that same day, I, I just got chills for like an hour. So you've hit the zeitgeist. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Oleg Kuznetsov is our guest. He is a... Russian who's been living in Canada for 22 years. He is a one-man wrecking crew living under the worst tyranny in North America, in the Americas, under Trudeau, who is a dictator. He's got 30% of the vote, but still stays in power. And he has put out the incredible Beyond the Reset. And it's we've posted the video that you should share with everybody at Infowars.com. This is his first interview. 
such a powerful th- thing. And his first interview, he has an internal mic on the computer. His audio is okay. We don't care about that. But he needs to get a $30 live, and then he can be on all the shows because he's a great guy, and we really appreciate him. But I noticed in your comments, the first thing you said when it came out was, hey, I didn't make up that plants put off carbon dioxide, and I didn't make up that they have a program to cut them down. And people got blown away because I spent, I'll admit it, like two hours reading the comments. I, was, I care what the public thinks. And I went back to when it first came out, there was some criticism. People couldn't believe it. And then they're like, it was still 90% positive, but 10% was like, you're lying. Plants don't put off carbon dioxide. Nobody wants to cut down plants. And then a few days in or whatever it was, you post links. and They go, whoa, this is crazy. Well, he, here's some of what you talked about. BBC, three years ago, climate change, planting new forests can do more harm than good. Trees are bad, cut them down. BBC. Climate change is turning trees into gluttons. OSU, EDU, that's a university. Get rid of the trees, they're evil. A stealth effort to bury wood for carbon removal has just raised millions. Washington Post, the new plan to remove trillion tons of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Bury it, cut down trees. Plant trees, sure, but save the climate. We should also cut them down. CNN. And it goes on and on. And then yesterday, French news agency banned rice that feeds half the world. Half the world would die without it currently. Folks, this is ridiculously evil. So in this, he points out they want to cut the trees down, and people can't believe it because it's put in a dystopian film, but it's really happening now. Oleg, you've got the floor. Wherever you want to go here, i got a lot of clips I want to play where I show a clip of your film and how it actually happened in France, Australia, Canada, China. I mean, that's why when you know what happened, your film condenses what would take 10 hours to describe down into 24 minutes. That's why you know, you say, oh, I want it to be better. Well, that's what any genius, I'm not kissing your ass, but any genius wants. A, look, I thought you had a 10-person team, 20-person on this. I looked at your other animations and thought, these are like world-class. This must be a huge company. The fact that you're doing all this by yourself is just amazing. So, so a lot of points there, but wh- where do you want to go next? Okay, uh, about the trees. First of all, uh, I got a lot of comments, lots of comments that point out, well, uh, geoscience, uh, the trees do not release uh, CO2. Well, they do. They, uh, they do that at night when they don't photosynthesize. Right, but it's a like it's not a big amount, and I just took this uh, thing to absurdity because uh, the like this stuff in the world where my character lives is uh, the world of absurd when all science, like everything, is like uh, turned from like turned pretty much upside down and took. To, to uh, take into the absurdity, and I didn't know about those facts that they were cutting down trees uh, till you just mentioned those, Alex. And I just came up with an absurd scenario. That's that's what it was, and apparently that's true. That's hilarious. Uh, you came up with the most absurd thing and didn't even know they were actually doing it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not. No, I, listen. <laughs> I've yeah. wargamed this, and I was talking to uh, the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff before he died, Admiral Moore. We used to talk a lot on the phone. He was a guest many times. And uh, he said, Alex, when you're dealing with evil people and communists, you've got to come up with the most absurd evil thing and guaranteed they're doing it. 
And I remember being like 30 years old, and the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff telling me this. I'm thinking, come on, old man, but it's true. Yeah, what I've heard of that kind of thing, using the uh, they destroy ecosystem ecosystems like to to put those uh, windmills, uh, and that's pretty bad for like native ecosystems and the animals that live there. Uh, they're all pro nature, pro animals, pro uh, like green and everything, but they're destroying their habitat. And I heard about those birds being killed by. Uh, windmills, and that's actually what's shown. Well, there. let me let me explain what's going on from deep research. They're transhumanists, but they don't want to just get rid of humans. They want a silicon planet. Elon Musk just warned of it. They're a cult, so they want to lead the environmental movement that I think we should have conservation movement, so they control it. Like take electric cars, the most dirty minds, the worst things, all of it. Yeah. Plus, it isn't going to work in the future. There's not enough of these minerals to do it but they're selling us a bridge to nowhere. And they can't recycle it, right? They can't recycle the batteries. They, there's no technology to recycle them, right? Exactly. It's a bridge to nowhere. And, and I love how you point out, and this came out, that, that the military-industrial complex ran this in every country. They knew locking us up in our houses, men and women are not supposed to be together all day. If I was with my wife all day and didn't have a job, we'd get divorced. Everybody knows that. And the studies are once a man loses his job, he goes home. It's not that there's not money. It's that your you're, men and women are supposed to not be around each other all the time. Then when you're together, it's the, spe- you know, it's the special times. It's supposed to be together like you know half the day, not all the day. Men and women live separate lives. That's why they integrated it falsely. And you make the point that there you are, they are locked down the first few months. She leaves the husband. So the beginning of the isolation happens right there. I've still got your audio. Keep going. Okay, uh, I'm not sure why I lost the, the feed. Hey, it's okay. And we're going to get you yeah. on cell phone yeah. coming up with the video feed because, you know, audio is a little bit muddy, but that's okay because... Yeah, it, it, I'll try to fix it during the break. So, uh, yeah, just... Uh, yeah, the lockdowns, they actually destroyed like lots of families. Well, that's what actually inspired me to create this little story. As I said, during those three years when I was creating this film, uh, the story developed. Like, I was getting like more facts, more real life stories, right? That I wanted to implement. Um, and yeah, there we go. And uh, well, even that Cuban scene, uh, it took me like, I don't know, maybe two weeks of my spare time like to model that car, but I just wanted it there. And that's why it took so long. That's why it didn't come up. People say, uh, well, uh, it should have, uh, come up uh, probably like two years ago but well I physically cannot do that <laughs> and I have to work as well so uh, that's why it took so long and probably the the movie lost its actuality a little bit uh, having come up this late in 2023 but still I just did what I wanted to do well, all yeah. I can say is congratulations. We're going to reconnect on your Skype and put you on phone. We'll have video and Skype when we come back. And, and listen, I love the interview. You're doing a great job. I'm so honored, sir, Oleg, that we're the first interview you've done. Because let me let me explain something to you. You are going to be the catalyst and so many other like you. It's going to be the average person who's talented, who's smart, who's been minding their own business, who has a great mind, a great artist, who gets fed up with the enemy, 
AI centralized. We have billions of OLEGs. And when you all just contribute some something huge like you've done or something small, together we can move mountains and we will. We'll be right back. Stay with us. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. You're seeing real footage of thousands of buses taking millions of people to camps in China, all part of a martial law drill. Same thing was done in Australia. It's all UN run. Then we'll cut to footage from his film, Beyond the Reset, Oleg Kuznetsov. And the point is, everything in his film actually happened somewhere. It's already been done. It's not near future. It's here. And China is the model. Oleg, we've got you on the phone now, not just on video link. Uh, and I, I'm so honored you're here. Get back to your family and what it did being locked down with your wife. Uh, no matter how much you're in love, man, being locked up in cabin fever. Even my best buddies, we go on like an elk hunting trip for seven days. I want to, I love them, but you know, you want to get in a fist fight by the end of it. Being around people, everybody needs private time. And you're saying everything you went through in Canada that was one of the most draconian countries in the world and only begrudgingly is just recently backed off. You're saying all of what you went through was basically integrated into this film. That makes it even more beautiful, brother. Well, I didn't go through like through everything. I just heard. Well, I think I think Australia suffered Canada and New Zealand, uh, but uh, Canada held those uh, mandates uh, for quite a while, and that's actually what. Uh, caused that uh, convoy, uh, truckers' convoy uh, protest uh, in 2021 or 2022. So time flies. So, well, no, yeah, it, it, you're right. It, it, it overlapped 2021, 2022. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's why Canada is like famous, uh, especially when the government uh, tried to uh, Try to put some draconian measures to get rid of those protesting trackers and, uh, you know, made honking illegal in Ottawa because <laughs> people had some kind of psychological damage uh, when they hear honking, I guess. So that's that was ridiculous. And, well, uh, 
I, I'm just my point is I we didn't live through everything I showed in this film here in Canada. It's the kind of uh, I just but you showed what people are going through because when you yeah. show drones in, in the camps you know? uh, controlling people, we have footage of that. When you show drones policing people down the highway, saying "pull off here," we have all the footage. Everything in your film, I have seen. Yeah, but it, it, it happened in different countries. Let's say that drone theme, uh, it was inspired by Italy. Like in Italy, like I, I saw, I saw the uh, footage of a police car patrolling the streets, and there was a drone flying just ahead uh, of those police cars. Uh, yeah, so it's it's pretty much gathered from different parts of the world, like different insanities that happened during the pandemic. Amazing. Oleg, I've been asking the questions here today, but what do you want to impart to the listeners about where we are? Because they say disease X, Marburg, you name it. Bill Gates says they're going to try it again. This was a beta test. Obviously, they're going to try it again. What do we do to get in their face to let them know we know what they're doing? I think your film goes a long way, but but, but what do we do uh, to ensure they don't they don't try this again. Um, <laughs> that's a tough question. I don't have a an answer to that uh, because uh, I I I really don't know. I don't have wisdom to answer that. Well, maybe just letting them know we we know, and more people know that what they're doing um, is better. I totally agree with you. Yep. Let me ask you this question. You're up in Canada, which it is a cliche, but it's true. Canadians are so friendly, so nice. Just like people in rural Texas are. People come to Austin, everybody's rude. Well, that's because we're L.A. now. But the Canadians, it seems, are really waking up. I hope so. Yeah, like more and more people are starting to realize what was really going on. People who actually never never even questioned the the measures during the pandemics, like during the beginning of the pandemic, uh, they started to question things now. And especially when uh, Trudeau is uh, trying to disarm people right now. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. He's, he, he's a Klaus Schwab uh, protege. Klaus Schwab yeah, says favorite. he is the best example of what they want to do in quotes. Yeah. And literally he's trying to ban free speech. He's surveilling people. He has police horses riding over peaceful protesters. The man is a damn monster. Hey, they want to censor the, the internet, what you say online. They want to get rid of, uh, some types of, uh, like assault rifles and like, uh, like guns, people, hunting guns, even hunting guns, some, some type of, I'm not a gun person, so I uh, might. Uh, make I, but you should become a gun but, person. You should. Be, everybody should. I should. We're not judging. Come yeah. to Texas. I'll fly you down here. We'll go shooting, brother. We want to work with you. <laughs> Is your wife and family proud of the work you've done? Yes. Yes, they are. My wife, my mother, my wife's parents, my stepdad, my brother, they all are proud. Like even when I... I told my brother that uh, I'm going 
to to be on your show, Alex, tomorrow. Yeah, like I talked to him yesterday. He just called me right away to congratulate and told all his friends. And wow, that's still incredible to me that uh, that cartoon brought me here. And yeah, I just want to thank you. Well, again. let's just be clear. Let's be clear, yeah. Oleg. If we don't work together, they really do mean to put us in a prison. And, and so I, it's not about you or it, it's the fact that, or me, it's the fact that we're not laying down, but let's get this straight. Alex Jones is not the guy being celebrated. It's you. And I know it's not about you, but it's all those people out there that need to realize how they're powerful, where they go to a city council and speak or a county commissioner's event. Cause we're showing real camps they built around the world under UN control to train us to go to camps during emergencies. When they lock down society, they bring in new currencies, they launch new wars. And so this was a beta test. And so the, you know, oh, the I fact that, that yeah. again, I'm not a hero. You're not a hero. We're simply not laying down. That's what's happening. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I didn't want to bring this up, but you kind of mentioned it. Did any of our information while you're living under tyranny in Canada seep into this film? Cause you say your brother was a, obviously likes you coming on the show or did M, did InfoWars influence this? Um, Collectively, there are lots of outlets that actually influence this. Infowars, Rebel News in Canada, True North, uh, Reducted, uh, even GP. And see, that's beautiful because they could kill us or put us in prison, but they can't stop us all. That's what I love. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And actually, I just wanted to address another common question that... Uh, I received about this cartoon about the enormous head of the character. Yeah, why? I was going to ask, why is he so big and <laughs> yeah. she's so little? Uh, the thing is, I just wanted to create a super average person. Uh, so average, almost awkward, you know? And I probably a little exaggerated his uh, his proportions wow. in terms of head. <laughs> That's... Uh, Hold on. Don't uh, hang up. We're yep. going to do a couple more segments. But I was going to ask this question. I actually wrote it down. Why is he so weird looking? His wife looks normal, but you just said it. And why does he walk so weird? It's like a nerd. You don't want it to be like a superhero so the average person is identified. You want to say the average man is going to be the person that stops this. Am I putting words in your mouth or is that accurate? Uh, yeah, that's accurate. Yep. Wow, we're definitely simpatico, brother, because the truth is the truth. Stay right there, Oleg. We love you. 3DEPIX.com, 3DEPIC.com. You epics, you need to get that. You need to share that. But that's it. He's saying the average person standing up, be a person in a wheelchair. You have a brain. You have a mind. You have your voice. You're powerful. It's not Superman's going to save us. We're going to save ourselves with God's help. I, I, I totally am in sync, Oleg. We salute you. We'll be right back. 1776 Testosterone Boost is back in stock. It is a private label of the number one best-selling natural testosterone booster on the market. It does incredible things for men, but women also love it. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to experience this product for yourself. I never have any issues in the libido department. But it's always good to supercharge it and take it to the next level. And I'm just going to tell you, bottom line, my wife is blown away. 
I am a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the sheets. And I'm telling you, at 49, I've got more energy in that department than I had when I was 18. And I owe it all to 1776 Testosterone Boost, now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. It's also great for your muscles, your body, your energy, your workouts. Get 1776 Testosterone Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Rainforce Plus is great. Rainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. 